0: Hello, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Amphibia Season 2, which we'll be talking about today. I'm your host, Alice Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Michelle Andrew. Hello. Allie Martin. Hey. And Steve Zeck. Hi. Today we are discussing the latest episodes of Amphibia. We will be talking about uh, from Scavenger Hunt all the way through to A Day at the Aquarium. That'll be about uh, eight episodes that we're going to track here. You can find our previous discussion on Amphibia Season 2 as well as Season 1 at OverlyAnimated.com. You can also find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. And wherever you listen to us, we appreciate your ratings and reviews if you want to leave us. But yeah, here here we are, gathered again to talk amphibia. Um, we let a couple weeks go by to, and we've had some major events go down since the last time we got together to talk. Uh, uh, Marcy at the gates was the last time that we were summoned mm-hmm. together, and uh, now now we <laughs> now we have a lot more uh, Marcy and other content to discuss here. So, um, we'll begin with with general thoughts, and then we'll dive in later with uh, some of the bigger themes that have uh, popped up in these newest episodes. Um, let's go to you, Michelle, first. Um. I realize it's hard to like summarize eight episodes worth of reactions, but just in what are your general feelings um, with the latest um, episodes that we've gotten?
1: Um, So I'll try to keep this spoiler free for opening thoughts. I'd say I mostly just like went between three modes of feeling. One was just like extreme uproarious laughter because these are some of the funniest episodes we've had all season um but also like gut-wrenching sobs absolutely a matter of re-watching and like the third was really just like feeling really gung-ho on theories in a way I really haven't (laughs) for like maybe since season one (laughs) ended there's just so much more to work with here than we've ever had before and like while I don't necessarily go to amphibia to theorize like it's become quickly a very fun place Mm -hmm. to question things because like there's still so much we don't know and the little we do know like Still doesn't feel like it's enough to really get us to like the biggest parts of the show. So I'm really I'm in a really happy place. Mostly I'm I'm loving the season. Like I I honestly can't believe there's still have to go. I feel like so much has happened already. Mm -hmm. But very hyped for more. Again, going to keep it spoiler free for this section. But (laughs) they they laid out a lot for us to look forward to. I'd say the next 10 episodes whenever they come
0: okay so uh, very very positive i I wouldn't have expected anything different from you michelle but uh, in in any case uh, thank you for for laying that out um ali what about you what what are your um, general feelings about the latest episodes
2: um i really like them i feel like i don't know if i'd say they're the well some of them are the funniest that we've gotten this season i really like that the show consistently, like, it has episodes to develop the characters, and they can still be, like, just very one-offish, humorous, and then a lot of the times the episodes will end on a very, like, I guess cliffhangery note. Like, they'll just give, like, a huge, either, like, blurb of information or, like, something cryptic at the end, and I personally really enjoy that, even though it makes me, like, very nervous. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think... Michelle probably made this point that like the theories are going to be even greater now because we're getting more information. Like I just keep thinking about the box because obviously we know how the box. <laughs> yeah. And the king is still sketchy. And mm-hmm. I really I like that they're not touching on it halfway through the season because now it means we're going to get to the nitty gritty after, uh, I guess, in 2021, hopefully. Um, nothing but excitement, really, for what's to come.
0: All right. Yeah, we we are definitely gonna dig deeper into theories and thoughts about where the story is headed um, later on in this podcast. Um, but thank you, Allie, for that, uh, Steve. Uh, your
3: your general feelings. These are a fun episodes. Um, I I like the others have theories, a lot of theories, not only on how what's going to happen to stories, but also on relationships and stuff. Um, who's related to who? Um, yeah, it it's it's a fun story. Um like yeah, the king is sketchy and and who would know, know of the three like uh like mentor figures to the three girls that Grimy is probably the least sketchy of them all. So <laughs>
0: yeah. how sad is that?
2: Grimes. Grimes got his own,
3: <laughs> got so his own problems. Sketchy. Let's not let's not clear That's true. Here, but <laughs> <laughs> Very fair. Uh, it was one episode um and we talked about last podcast how Sprague was seen taking a back seat, but and these batches, he sort of got a little bit more focused than he did in the previous episode. So, I mm-hmm. so get better in his game, and even Polly had her moments here. Um, still no legs. I'm waiting for Polly to grow <laughs> her legs. I mean, legs, when's it gonna happen?
1: Legs, legs.
3: <laughs> very, very. very uh, we will get to a
0: different chant in this and later Hop, on. But yeah.
3: Uh, and, and, and even though he is sketchy, I Hot Pog still like is great. Um, oh, I love that whole like uh, black and white movie. Stone War, yeah. Yeah, it's that was great. That's funny the good the narration and how it just cuts off. Um and the leaves still and i don't know, I don't want to spoil it, but, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, okay. but <laughs> really great
0: episodes um that's all i gotta say okay okay um i I actually do want to jump off something you said steve with like uh, we talked earlier about some of the characters being sidelined i do agree that like with this newtopia arc i feel like we got a little better with the balance of characters in this batch and i appreciate it like we got some good we got the sprig episode and like sprig has had a bunch of moments polly is also like i mean she had a whole episode with Anne too so like uh, they, they did i i think that this group did really well to like pivot the focus back on the main characters while in this uh, new setting. And like you guys have already said, it also like pushes the the story along a little bit, giving us a lot more uh, details to work with that we'll dig into. I think that on the uh, most important the, to the show is its uh, themes of family. And I think that that was uh, hit on in different, uh, different ways uh, that in this batch as well, that I appreciate both with uh, Marcy and Anne, as well as like and with the planters, so it's just it, it like it keeps rolling on it's got a lot of uh a lot of great moments in, in this so that I, I, I what especially warned me about this group is that i feel like uh at least uh, um, on the social media channels that i follow amphibia got a lot more attention than it had uh mm-hmm. in in earlier uh, episodes so like i really like that it's got it's got those moments and it's gotten yeah. that attention
3: so I see- and i think it, it merits it like amphibia is definitely on on, on the upswing here i see- I think it also helps that the owl house season's ended. So now it's sort of amphibious turn. to really have to spotlight <laughs>
1: for like one extra week. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's all about timing in this world, isn't it? Uh. Yeah. So, um, let's hear. It. Well, I, all, all of you mentioned, um uh, theories and your initial thoughts. So, like, I guess we can begin there, like, just get this, like, the story stuff out of the way, and then we get to the emotional stuff a little bit later. <laughs> so, uh, let, l- so, we've got this story of the bots, so the music bots, right? Mm-hmm. And at the very end, with the, uh, Day at the Aquarium, we get this intro with, uh, with King Andreas. Who finally reveals um, some new information to us? Um, I did include uh, in our outline. There's a link to the uh, a tweet that translates the the runes based on previous uh, episodes. We kind of already have an idea of the Newtopian alphabet, and so there is some uh, interesting information there <laughs> with regards to like a whole prophecy going on. We've got the three gems and what they mean. Like we got like wit, heart, and strength. So there's a lot of stuff. To, to work with here a lot of new 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 information with the music bots so i want to hear your guys thoughts on um where you think that this is headed or like well what what especially stands out to you in terms of like where 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 we're going um uh Ali, i don't know if you want to go first here
2: oh lord um <laughs> why <laughs> Well, so, I like- well, I
0: I figure Michelle and Steve will go deeper into it, so I'll, I'll start yeah, with you. True. Just like what what's like stands out to you the most of like the new <laughs> info that we've gotten.
2: I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, they're well, putting pressure on us now. No, Don't you already spend. have it. It's all good. We established this before the podcast. I like uh, well, obviously the colors are the number one stand out to me. Like strength very clearly sasha apart from the fist like it's pink. <laughs> pink diamond allegory no um heart i would guess it's probably anne maybe the blue eyes were like a hint i kind of doubt it but it just makes sense because she's mm. even we got like marcy going follow your heart and obviously marcy is wit because she thinks very logically um I don't know how to feel about the picture of them on the chest, ha- like where the pink one is the biggest. I don't like that hierarchical foreshadowing. Um, I'm excited for the prophecy. I like that. Um, I-, I guess we're getting into spoiler territory now that they're going to temples to uh, like restore the colors, I guess is what they're getting at. And like maybe each um, of the three girls will have to like go through some sort of trial. Like,
1: I'm not really sure, but
2: I, I'm excited. And I'm like, I mean, like I said before, I'm just terrified, but I like feeling that with a show. (laughs) like It's a lot. It's a range of emotions. Like I'm excited for them to meet up for one and then find out that this thing is going on. I doubt it will go well, but you know, we'll see what we see.
0: Yeah, that's a good point you bring up about the hierarchy. I had not thought about that. And it makes sense, especially with the sleepover episode, which like one of the things that you get out of oh, it yeah. is like Sasha's still kind of looming over them uh, in spirit. So like, uh, that, that, that's, that's a good, um, detail to throw in here that I'm sure will come up again. Uh, but- but M- Michelle, um, what, what are you, what, what like stands out to you the most of the, of the new information that we've gotten?
1: Well, I mean, there's a lot I want to say. Are you telling me to taper it down to no. like well, because um, well, no, okay,
0: well, like uh, let 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 out like what you're most excited about from from this.
1: Okay, well, first I want to give props to the the pe- so like the the images Alex is linking us to are from the Amphibia Media yes, account, yes. Um, and they're linked to like a big fancy Discord with like the most users I've ever seen. It's very intimidating. <laughs> I just joined them, mm-hmm. and I'm in over my head. But like the fact that these guys were able to decode it, like most of an alphabet already, like talk yeah. about dedicated fans. Like my hat metaphorically it goes off to them this is so impressive <laughs> um so there I learned a lot of because again so like I never really went to amphibia for a lore I didn't care about the lore I cared about the characters and the family stuff and just like getting to know the town but now that the lore is here I've been catching up quick so just like the fact that there is an established like prophecy about these three girls and it seems like it definitely specifically is about Anne, Sasha and Marcy just based on like the mural behind the Amphibia logo which I'm also like so happy that was just hiding in plain sight the whole show and I only noticed mm. like two weeks ago. But like, <laughs> that the, is so shocking. The, It is so I love it. It's so good because that kind of thing is the same thing as like the three temples, right? Because then you figure out again from the same like amazing Discord group, they figured out Day of after um the aquarium episode, they're like, oh, like these three temples in the book are like in the background of the new credits. Literally, all three of them oh, are yeah. there. And it's like, oh my god, it's hiding in plain sight again. We didn't know for however many weeks, but now we know. So there there's so much good book info here. One thing I really like is that like on the temple page, you see three weapons, a bow, like a broadsword, and a dagger. And if you look at the mural behind Amphibia, they're holding those three weapons. So Marcy has the bow. And then like there are two like sword-esque things. I'm assuming maybe Sasha's gonna have the dagger and Anne's gonna have the broadsword because it looks Mm. like the one with the craziest hair, which is Anne, is like clutching it with both hands, (laughs) which you do with the broadsword, and Sasha's bearing hers with just like one hand, which seems to indicate more of like a dagger kind of stance. So, like, the book, that book's already setting us up for so much. I'm really, I'm, like, honestly, though, I have, like, so many questions. Like, I, I, I for the life of me, don't understand why a music box has a portal. Otherwise, yeah. it's like, the weirdest thing to make, like, a portal. But I'm assuming there's a reason. I don't understand why there's this big bad they have to fight, like, this giant froggo. Like, why do they have to fight a frog? That feels very, like, kind mm. of like really old school in like video game mask like i feel like maybe it's not that simple and there's more going on it crossed my mind that maybe king andrews is like the metaphorical giant frog oh, they have no. to defeat but that doesn't that doesn't sit well with me because when we found out about the portrait and again these amazing discord fan people like immediately like slapped that ripped part back on the portrait like okay, I'm really spiraling here, but like I'm gonna do it because I need to get all out here. Okay, okay. So based, okay. On, based on the portrait, like at first I thought it was a family portrait because I took like the, the uh, for, for the record, are we talking about
0: the portrait in the sleepover episode? Yeah. Sleepover oh, okay. Episode okay.
1: The portrait, <laughs> the only portrait. There's probably more than one, but <laughs> so like it, it pretty really, it, to me, it pretty much indicates that it's like young King Andreas and a horned toad person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and a frog person and everyone's been very quick to point out that the skin color of the frog person and the hair color seem very reminiscent to sprig and everyone's like this was sprig's mom like and like honestly i think that's like a pretty good theory at this point because like i'll just say in the aquarium episode when king antiris brought out that giant book the first thing i thought was like wow that book's huge why is that book so huge and it made me realize like if hop pop has a book very similar to this but it's frog sized how like why wouldn't it be giant too it's because it's for a frog it's because like whatever relative had that book was probably the frog in this portrait and they all had separate books about the music box and they were all like size to the person it was for like you can't explain the 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 book difference any other way in my opinion
2: so you to just me blew my mind.
1: that is the like the most damning evidence right there it's just the size of the books plain and simple and the fact that like I feel like at least three or four times in these episodes, like, they've been talking about Sprig's skin color being, like, unusual for a frog. So, like, for this other frog to also be, like, hot pink, like, that's not a mistake. That does not normally happen.
2: He even stopped when he saw the painting and he was like, wow, someone hated this. Like, foreshadowing, you were the one to point it out.
1: Yeah, exactly! (laughs) That's a really good point, too. So I feel like as she is, King Andrews is, and he, like, the show has made him very, like, very sketchy Mm. on purpose like i feel like we're gonna get some sad backstory where like (laughs) okay i'm really gonna try to like make this really (laughs) exciting like the fact that this world is broken up into three factions, right? You have, like, the, the farming community is, like, frogs, basically. You have, like, the toads in Toad Tower being, like, kind of, like, a mid-level policing force. And then you have the fanciest, like, town with the most wealth, the most prosperity, as the newts. Like, I feel like what this portrait then indicates is that, like, at one point in time, like, those three species work together pretty harmoniously, maybe exploring other worlds maybe doing sketchy things on other worlds but they were like in it together to a relatively equal extent controlling at least their world right mm-hmm. and something happened to maybe two of them and that's why King Andreas like destroyed the picture and hid it in his basement because it, it reminds him of like a a sad distant past that he hasn't gotten over and i feel like that's definitely going to tie into whatever his plan is for like the music box when she gets his hands on it it's so i love it it's so (laughs) it's so sneaky and i feel like it's gonna take a while before we actually get there but like I've seen theories of people saying, like, what if Captain Grimes is, like, tied to that horn Toad guy? Like, maybe that was his relative. Like, who knows? But I love it. It's going to be so messy and complicated when we finally get there. That's the end of my theory Mm quote.
2: I'm glad those theories are floating around, though. Because, like, I have been wondering since the king was, like, my ancestors were, quote-unquote, peaceful explorers. We all know that's not true. And then (laughs) now like thinking about the fact that other species could have traveled with him and like they work together that is like a whole right? other set of layers i didn't consider mm. i think maybe the mom even like maybe if it is
1: sprig's mom in that picture maybe she died on one of the missions and that's part of why like Wait. they stopped like it well, all went out grandma like mm. maybe yeah oh
0: no mm. oh, well, what if mom's still alive Somewhere. Oh no! Good <laughs> be. As aboard. long as it's not over. the
2: war general, I don't dad's care. Still alive <laughs> because, like they
1: never mentioned Dad. Spriggs oh, only talked yeah. about his mom so far, so yeah. Dad's still a question mark. That I
2: could bet on that he's alive. Hmm
0: so um there's a lot of stuff to react to there <laughs> oh, right man. uh what, one thing um let me just re- read out the the prophecy from the the book that was translated uh Th- three stars burning bright come from beyond it's spe- it's spell the night i feel like that's like our key like what is that like mm-hmm. but i'm um, uh-huh. sure rhymes so, should, yeah. <laughs> should, should they fight or embrace the fall their choice will determine all so we got this prophecy of like three people from mm-hmm. the, a different world in this case our girls uh mm-hmm. <laughs> coming to d- do some to fi- to expel the night whatever that means uh you're michelle you were alluding to it being like a big bad of some sort right mm. um could could be king andreas could be something else that's uh threatening this world i don't know um, um,
2: but also there's five other planets connected to this one it looks yeah. like on yeah picture. sure yeah, well, there's Ali, another... that's
1: a good point. I think four of them are connected, but the earth, earth is isn't. not. You see the lines yeah. doesn't connect to it.
2: That's so, so oh my God. The it's connection's
1: so... broken, and why is the connection broken? And this is a really crack theory, but you guys know how old music boxes work, where there's like that inner metal part, like the one yeah. we see like on the picture with the three temples. Mm. You, like, you crank it, and then it turns, and the way music notes work is you have these long metal keys that strike bumps on mm. the middle part, and that's what creates notes. So I look at some of those lines and see like these long-looking <gasps> key things, oh, and I wonder that's if because it's a music box, that's how it connects. And oh, you God. have to like play a certain tune, which unlocks a world, mm-hmm. and that's so the only bad. way you can travel oh, there or something. That's like my mind. I think it's I, bananas, I, but like I think, that's all I can think about right now. I
3: think I know what the fourth world is. The fourth species is probably dinosaurs. Okay, but what are the other three? <laughs> yeah, right? Oh yeah. I, I I thought you we're talking about lizard. I thought we were talking about the uh the
2: Oh nuk- in this universe?
3: Yeah, the frogs and the toads. That's like three species. So if there's a fourth one that could be like that's just a hidden like big bat, it could be dinosaurs. Um no, don't forget okay. the mecha. The mecha thing that's following them. That's awfully big. <laughs> that's well, well 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 Steve, what what the, what what theories
0: did you have related to the bots that you wanted to share?
3: Well, oh, I sure. well I do have at the very least um, I think though and, and Sasha's like rematch it's going to end with them embracing and just just finally you know burying the hatchet and just hopefully maybe be on the same page to work together though I am very scared of what the hell the king told Marcy I'm scared <laughs> that there's going to be some Ow. big betrayal at the end that he set something up here um, he
2: offered her a job in management it's okay hey, don't worry about <laughs> it
1: I mean, we have established that Marcy's one of her character traits is being super oblivious. So I feel like that's exactly how he's able to manipulate her this much. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think this would have worked with Sasha. But Marcy, she's not one to just, like, suspect anyone of anything. Mm -hmm. So I could see this totally going, like, over her radar accidentally.
3: I think they're also we were, like, expecting anticipating an Anne versus Sasha, like, interaction, like, reunion match. But I'm thinking... Next really big moment is gonna be Shasha and Marcy finally meeting, just just them, and who knows what could happen. They could actually, uh, Mar Sasha could actually fight her or something, and that could be an intense fight. Um, um, I don't know. I'm I'm scared though. I'm scared though that uh, when we go back to Utopia, it's gonna be like Omashu when we came back to Omashu. It's just gonna be. Oh, all, man. like, the Toads were have taken complete over <laughs>
2: glum town It's just going to be, just going to be hell, you know. Can someone refresh oh. my memory as to, like, what the Toads were going to do after Grime left?
1: Okay, this is very unclear. So, like, at the end of Reunion, to me it implied that they were all going to stick together. But then you see that they, like, deserted Captain right. Grime and he's on his own. I think they're probably still working for, like, Newtopia. But okay. I don't know. Like they probably have to go build a new tower because the old one's destroyed. <laughs> well, but and, and also be business as usual, just without him. Like he's the one who got kicked out, but they're still mm. doing their regular jobs. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, also in our in our last Grime um, episode that we covered uh, la- last podcast, uh, they mentioned at the end they're going to try to scrounge up an army to go up against Newtopia. Mm-hmm. So you have to wonder, like, is he can just go back to his old Toad buddies to like try to get them back or new people, like what kind of army is that gonna be we we didn't touch on that in this in this batch, so that that's still up in the air, well what they're doing.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah I we're to do for a
2: check in. I really want to, like, all the stuff that hasn't been touched on is what I want to know the most, obviously. <laughs> I feel like the show does a great job of building it up and, like, keeping it in the background without it having seemed like it's not coming back because it totally is. Well, mm-hmm.
0: what, one thing I want to touch on, um, related to what Steve mentioned with that final the final scene of the king uh, bringing a proposition to to Marcy, uh, we, we get this... Uh, I mean, Last time we, we got the in, uh, the introduction of Marcy. And in this past, we've like gotten to see them interact a little bit, a little bit more. And we've gotten uh, over time of uh, uh, revealing that like Marcy is, is obviously very book smart. She seems to have problems, um, asserting herself or, uh, you know, like it really spread like, uh, at, in, in that, that initial episode, she talks about how like Anne is very quick to make connections and she's kind of jealous of that. And then in this final episode, we also get a little bit of a view into Marcy talking about thinking with, with your head and not with your heart. And eventually she, she comes around and like lets Anne do her thing, but she seems very hesitant to let that happen so we're really like setting up uh, the dynamic of like marcy is is a lot more of a logical thinker and is more of an emotional thinker so Mm -hmm. so like my at at least like my personal interpretation of what could be the 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 proposition at the end is like king andrews is going to try appealing to the logical side of marcy and that's what i worry is because it's like yeah, like with the right, with the right amount of like manipulation like you could like in make Marcy think that something like is the quote quote unquote right thing to do even if it uh it doesn't work out for for Anne. So that that's kind of what scares me is that like the the way they're setting up these two characters is like uh I'm going to going to put them at odds when uh, the outside force of King Andreas uh, gets a bit more handsy.
2: Oh lord, more what a handsy. phrase to use. <laughs> It makes me worried, though, like, what sort of realm of possibilities is there that, like, makes logical sense for her to, like, betray Anne in a sense?
1: Yeah, I honestly don't buy that just because, like, in the moment you pointed out, like, exemplifies this really well because, like, even though Marcy keeps saying, like, this is the logical decision, this is the logical choice, her heart wins in on the end because she feels for Anne and she cares about Anne and she understands emotionally that... Her friend feels like very connected to this frog family, and she doesn't, she, she cares about that more than her own feelings of probably wanting Anne to stay with her because she's lonely and she also misses her friend. So I feel like Marcy's ability to compartmentalize those two things speaks for, you okay. know, she's not that, easy, like, be, being like oblivious to King Andrews is one thing, but I don't think if he had like a super devious plot that she wouldn't catch on relatively yeah. soon if it was going to directly endanger one of her friends you know like give marcy a little more credit yeah okay.
3: it's it's not that uh worry about. It. i just worry like uh that he's the that king andreas like what his plot is um yeah you know, I, I do something maybe not the end but he might want to do something awful to the planters and all frogs and toads he might or even utopians he might just like i said we all know his little my ancestors were peaceful explorers. Is a bunch of bulls, So yeah, there was is. kind of a road Bullfrog? with
2: Sasha. I mean, with Sasha, it was different. When they were like going to feed hot pop to the plant, she was like, "Yeah, it's fine, whatever." But I feel like, I mean, I want to give Marcy credit and say that she wouldn't care. But it's a good point that you make yeah. that she would be like, "Well, we just want to get home." Like,
3: yeah, and um, what else I want to say, um, I do think though, um, if uh, we have like a Marcy Sasha like them meeting up first that it's it might i'm hoping that we get to see that it's not all like off screen because i i i Yeah, no, I, I I definitely
0: think that that's like a thing they're setting up, especially with the the sleepover thing. It's like uh, Anne like reminds us like she wants to set things right with, with, yeah. with Sasha. Yeah. So like we're, we're we're setting up for like another um climactic meet uh, meet up there.
3: Secrets
2: secrets are no
3: fun. And one and one thing I think we learned from sleepover so is that Sasha definitely what you want. She's probably the most fearless of the three. Like.
1: She's
3: like she's uh, the strength, yeah. Strength. She's the strength, and that's I think I think her quality here. And I do I do think, though, in a way, though, she, um, and, uh, like she's like a general. She's like a she's like military smart. She's like a I hate to compare her to this person, but Azula, like no. In terms of, I, <laughs> Now, I just um, think I'm just that
2: she is. Why a mas- not just perfectionist? That's Perfect. a better
3: term. No, I talk about talk about going into battle like she knows how like strategies and stuff. While Marcy is book smart, she's not strategic like going to war smart or going to a fight smart. And Anne is just sort of that happy medium. So that's what I was trying to say.
2: Oh, Sasha is as well. Like I thought you were saying Anne is as well. I like I was oh. very <laughs> I feel
1: bad for Azula's character, so I don't want anyone to be. <laughs> oh, no, no
0: I, I I think Steven Alex. did a good did did a good job of focusing on the military aspect. What in, about the
2: Kuvira? Aspects. I mean, she's not a fascist, but military.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I still got a lot. I still have like I don't know if we get to some of the side characters. I do think that perhaps that uh, what's Priscilla? That's her name. Was had, is like is a retired military person that she used to be in an <sighs> utopian army. So uh yeah like general
1: union union or something yeah like i think
3: yeah unions. i think that yeah, she's retired that she has a like a past though if if like we actor her again that maybe Anne needs some need to learn something about the military or something that she could be of help being like uh being like just someone with the military past being like i wrote, i guess in a way in terms of uh. I'm not military. Uh, okay, military, we we,
1: we can cut that. off
3: the avatar comparison.
0: Oh my god, I, uh,
1: I could see Priscilla having information that comes in handy if they do start to go into King Andrews's past more. Because like I just had a crazy thought. Oh um, like I do think like one thing, and this is something I was thinking when Allie was talking, because it is true that like uh, Marcy and Anne, when they're talking about Sasha, they say it in terms of like oh, like, we want to make it right, right? Like, they're not holding a grudge against her. And I feel like Sasha's, like, not really holding a grudge against Anne when Captain Grimes was telling her, like, yo, like, you miss your friend, like, face it, that's the reality. Like, Mm -hmm. this show doesn't want to make something so, like, black and white. It's like, oh, like, they just hate, like, it's super, it's super nuanced in the sense that, like, they have regrets, but also they want to move forward positively, if possible, Mm -hmm. with each of their friends, um, And having said that, like, I know this show's been trying really hard to make King Andrew seem really evil, but I'm wondering what, like, instead of, like, maybe Spriggs' mother-grandma question mark dying, what if she got lost in Earth? Maybe, maybe, like, the whole reason he's orchestrating this and going about it really deviously, but maybe his end goal is just, like, to find her again, or to find, like, horned... Toad General again. Maybe that guy got lost too. Like, he just wants all... to find his
2: friends. Yeah, maybe he doesn't <laughs> want to for
1: anything. Maybe he just like has this very straightforward goal. He knows, like, he knows about the music box. He knows he has to wait for these three girls with the prophecy deemed and... to come. He knows that he can't like enact this himself. They have to do it. Oh. So all he can do is like have his chessboard game of like guiding them where they need to go for him to be able oh. to get the person he, like, lost in the past because he feels responsible, he's the king, you know? Like, Like, I would love that just because, like, it would take King Andrews from just being this sketchy, like, creepo to, like, (laughs) maybe a good-hearted person (laughs) in general who is literally just willing to do whatever it takes, no matter how sketchy, to get what he wants, you know? Which I think is far more interesting. I like
3: that thought in terms of, like, General Andrews and his two, like, lost friends they're pretty much they're supposed to be the mirror versions of Anne, shasha yeah, like, and marcy in terms of like next generation
1: exactly it's all coming together it's like that's his lost friend or friends plural and now Anne with her friends and it's like maybe like those two things are connected somehow i want to believe that if
2: toads and newts and Frogs got lost on Earth that someone would find them, but maybe they're would just they, Did they
0: just blend in with the other frogs and noose that can't no, I talk.
2: don't know how many really don't know. Like, wild conspiracy theorists are out there trying to find Bigfoot, trying to find aliens, like <laughs> <can't really laughs> a talking frog lady instead. Yeah,
1: swamp.
3: Hmm. What
2: is it? A Loch Ness monster?
3: Oh, I kind of wonder. Maybe you know we never know the whole back to how they got there that maybe Marcy was into the little conspiracy theories and stuff, and maybe her like that's how she got the music box in terms of she was exploring stuff like that, and <sighs> that's how they got into this mess um <laughs> one 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 thing I,
0: I do want that this discussion make me think uh earlier somebody alluded to this being very video gamey and wow. i just want to comment that the number three seems to be coming up a lot like there's th- we know yeah. for sure there's three seasons there's three temples there's three gems <laughs> It's like, yeah Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it's oh it's God. it's very oh, Zelda influenced, down this, to that that thing in the sleepover where like you make the ghost visible by aiming your your mirror shield at them. Oh, There's like, also a lot
2: of Zelda <laughs> references. There's been a Master Sword in the background of the show. Yeah, wow. yeah. That, so so it's mean, like
0: it's just like a real big uh, giant video game we're watching does, unfold here. But I I, I really sense. like that they wear that on their sleeve. Does that mean Sprig
3: and Polly have a lost sibling they don't know about? No, because <laughs> things in three, they... say. Wow. And the lost is that yes, they
2: yeah. he
1: adopted Sweet lost third sibling
3: <laughs> well he only adopted marcy too so that sort of takes that out the window like for now <laughs> uh. is
2: marcy the fourth adopted child he said so he, he said, should marcy be asked
1: her straight up would yeah. you like to be adopted yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: it's,
1: after she stuck up for farming he was like in love whole introduction
2: like, i know that's he... not in this bunch but that was beautiful
1: He's so good. So I, yeah,
3: those though, I kind of wonder, though, I'm kind of wondering, Pop-Pop, he's close to these kids, you know, he must have such, maybe, a very tragic past of charge of losing children, like, of his own, trying to fill the void. Um,
1: yeah, no- his children, or at least, like, one of his children, I don't know about his, well, I don't know if he is, um...
2: Yeah, if he's the paternal or maternal. I, I yeah. feel like...
1: The paternal,
2: but I really don't know. I kind of hope he's the maternal one, just because it's like, oh, a twist. I'll, I yeah. I don't
1: hope, but maybe soon,
3: maybe we meet the other grandpa, perhaps still alive, <laughs> of Sprig and Polly. Oh yeah. Well, well we grandma. can talk. We can talk a little bit. We've.
0: Are, I mean, we've, uh, I did not realize the Sprig's mom theory was very was that strong. But
3: um, Alex, uh,
1: uh, well, my well, that. my theory <laughs> is.
3: But my theory is very simple. I think that Priscilla and Yunnan are related. I might be sisters. And hear me out, because I think Yunnan is definitely a person. that's definitely have a chip on her shoulder, wanting to prove something to somebody. Like she, she just she's so insecure. So it does feel like maybe insecure younger sister complex.
2: Okay,
1: now. I mean Priscilla uh, is big, so I understand feeling it's hey.
2: her. Right.
0: No 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 <laughs> no you by the way, no UN in these episodes, so like <laughs> it's She'll it's just so an
2: element I of like mystery.
0: fine. Yeah. i right, like but... this is
2: like that um what was that show?
0: Oh Steven Universe, Jesus. Not all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that show, that show from so long ago.
2: Oh, memory it just happened it's like not all pink frogs know each other and like yeah. that's how i feel about this
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like
2: these theories
0: <laughs> well that, that's my thing too i don't think everyone can be family but you know so there, there's something could hit i guess but the actually this does lead into like another big uh part of this uh group of episodes which is like uh making sure i mean like like this show has always hammered home like Anne's found family situation here, but like especially Shopping Mall is a big episode for you know reminding us that Anne still has a family at home uh, that she misses, uh, about also reinforcing the relationship that she's developed with uh, Sprig. Especially, uh, we have a very moving um, f- final sequence there where they t- where they talk about their moms. Um, we get Sprig talking about his mom for the first time when uh, that much detail, um, you get the new new credit sequence in the process. Uh, lo- lots of broken hearts where we're happy when, when that episode uh, aired. and uh, I want to hear um your guys' um, thoughts uh, on that. Um, Michelle, I know like you had that, like a whole Twitter thread like breaking down that that particular scene, but like some some something in particular that you want to highlight um, from from how that played out.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, hang on. Um, you want, to come, you,
0: want to, you want me to come back to you?
1: <laughs> no, I'm just like trying to think of. Okay, I'll just give like so. Like, I have like <laughs> I have like a thesis about why that scene is like so important, and I'm like in the process of trying to do a video on it, but it's like really oh. hard because I keep nice. getting emotional talking about it, which is oh. not professional. So it's taking me a long hey, time. It's fine. But, essentially like the the thing I really like about the end of the hopping mall is that it feels like this really nice like second chapter to reunion because at the end of reunion you had like you know Anne having her fall out with Sasha but also like Sprig really supporting her and Sprig kind of being the friend she needed to kind of stand up for herself, and turn against Sasha, maybe for the first time in her life. And that's, like, a big pivotal part of that episode. And at the end, like, she's crying, and Sprig, like, holds her, and then all the planters come and hold her. And it's just, like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, sad and heartbreaking, but also, like, you you get the fact that she has support in that moment. And basically, like, why I love Hopping Mall is because, like, you kind of get... The reverse of that for Sprig and it occurred to me that like Sprig must be a much more private person because this feels like the first time he's really opened up about anything so personal with Anne before like I feel like she's definitely shared things about her family and her past before like in in broad terms but it seems like so hard for Sprig to share that information about his mom but like in the end like he He let himself be vulnerable and trust Anne and she was there to catch him the way he caught her in reunion and she was able to like reciprocate that emotional and physical support and help him feel safe in that moment. And it's just like, it's such a good way of showing like how they are both like learning and growing together over the course of the show and it's just so just seemingly effortlessly done. And it's like, we never know when to expect stuff like that. But the fact that like, it's just like, it speaks to how they're both like unfinished people, right? And they're both constantly kind of figuring out their own stuff. And also like, how they're going to help each other and work each other into their lives. It's just so it was so wonderful. I liked it so much. And it was really good. So that's like my short take on it
3: think the show was allowed to keep me so emotional um <laughs> it took me by surprise and um i actually was kind of crying because and what it did for me surprisingly is that they had a special end credit and mm-hmm. for some reason which made me think this is real this is important really sad thing um to bring up though i do have to say this though um she's in another episode um i love Anne's mom's design she looks so Looks beautiful, mom, man. and I, I do want to say this though, um, Sprig. Like I said, um, I got a feeling though. I'm hoping Hop Pop is being honest. He's not trying to hide stuff. I cause I don't think Sprig could take that. Could take just finding out that his like grandpa has been lying to him. So. Like that... okay,
2: about apparent death
3: though, nobody does that. No.
2: Do I that. mean,
1: I don't know. If you're presumed missing, I guess at some point you would yeah. declare them dead. Maybe it was something like that.
3: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, like yeah, like what happened happen in DuckTales. Um I I and but but you know the, the popular theory I'm hearing online that uh Sprig's mom is Yunnan. and I what? Not, not, no. No, no no. The oh, popular okay. no, theory? No. no. I've been uh. reading it. I don't really agree with it. So if that's the case, they got one thing in common. They uh, both don't like Shasha, so that's one thing they can bond over, but... No. Um,
0: anyways, <laughs> no, but, uh, moving yeah,
3: on. I, I, uh... It's just great, but yeah, I kind of wish, though, when's Polly going to get her moment, though?
2: When she gets her legs.
3: No, her <laughs> moment is just to be emotional. and just Oh, when she like gets that. her legs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Still emotional well, over legs, that's right.
3: Well, I, I think that this show
0: has, uh, while they're all a family, I think that this show has focused on Sp- Spran as like you know the the key the core relationship of the show, like that they're the ones that like feel the most comfortable with each other, and so it makes I would say it makes sense that we've uh, built up to this, and that they're they're the ones who can share that stuff with each other. Um, Allie, I don't know if you you want to comment anything about this. Uh, this moment here.
2: I mean Michelle covered it pretty much perfectly, especially I am a big fan of when you get like a callback in reverse. I need to stop using the word juxtaposition, but it's my favorite thing. Um, (laughs) Keep going for it. (laughs) I really I just when cartoons get this raw and emotional with something that can be a lot of like a lot of times traumatic for kids and not even just kids, people our age, people older than us, like the line that really broke me was when Sprig like ask genuinely can you miss someone you never knew before and then he was like that's silly no you can't and i was like oh my baby that's not okay that's really not okay <laughs> i didn't cry but i was on the verge and it just i love when shows do that especially when they're animated and this was like top 10 anime betrayals <laughs> no top 10 i don't know what <laughs> top it, 10
1: frog great. betrayals
2: sure yeah
0: it's a good one well- well, I I also like that line because like it does like show show off like Sprig's uh, coping methods with like uh, right. kind of heavier stuff. It's like yeah, like uh, like in general, Sprig is this happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Um, so yeah. like when when he's confronted with this heavy stuff, it's like he well it tries to like shrug it off. You know, like eh, well,
1: no, that's and I know fine, Michelle a, mentioned you know?
2: like that Anne has been like very upfront, at least in broad terms, about talking mm-hmm. about her family and life back home. And I feel like Sprig has also kept quiet. Maybe, uh, well, probably. Partly because it's hard for him to talk about it, but also because he wants to be considerate, like, this, is she's come from, like, Earth, she doesn't know this yeah. world, so now that he's, like, that she's gotten a chance to adapt, that he's like, okay, ah. maybe it's okay if I open up and don't, like, burden her with it. He yeah. seems like a really, like... Um there's a term for this and I'm not forgetting it, but he doesn't want to like make anybody feel bad about things uh, he does He's
1: a... he's considered and sensitive. Yeah. And I, I really like that take that you gave because like I, I just assume maybe he was just like a very private person and mm. he, it wasn't easy for him to understand in general. But I do like the idea that like maybe he just wanted to wait till she was like settled into this new world because that is like a real thing going on with her. I,
3: I have a thought though in one of the episodes they did big sort of big fuss about this and then i think uh, i wonder if sprig's hat is like something from is from his mom like a gift from his mom or something at least he was told from his mom that's why he's so attached to it
1: oh no, <laughs> no. I, it is kind of like a is it like a pilot hat? It has, like, goggles on it or something, yeah.
2: doesn't it? Oh, it's it? like an explorer hat. It's an explorer
1: oh, hat. Like, maybe it's Mama's the Explorer oh, and God. the Portrait. It's all coming together.
2: Which oh. <laughs> she does have, like, a weird hat on. It doesn't have goggles, but it is, like, kind of sprig reminiscent now that I'm looking.
1: Wow. Wow. She does have a hat on, that's true! Oh, hmm. my God. Unless it's like a hood and a cape. It's hard to tell because her face yeah. is all I slashed won't- off.
2: <laughs> I will not lie. I mean, you guys saw when I typed it in the chat. When I saw this picture, I was like, "It looks like it's a hand puppet that the game like, has on." <laughs> oh, more puppets. <laughs> more puppets. First we got Crumpet. Now we have.
1: <laughs> Why did you bring up Crumpet? I was all I'm going to be thinking about. Oh, oh, just, 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 bad just, character Crumpet. Just Why think about Priscilla
0: me? instead. It's fine. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. that's like the other extreme you have like a hilarious in-universe puppet. It's like nonsense. <laughs> You have, like, the hottest, most amazing woman in the world. <laughs> like, just there with her beautiful daughter, who, like, also has a scar in her face. Like, she's small, but she's also scrappy. It's, like, the best thing in the world. I want to high five whoever thought of Pr- her line. I think you
2: shared it in the server, Michelle. It was the line that's like, how do you spell winner? <laughs>
1: Same, sweetie. Oh my god, it's
2: so good! Yeah, I, I, well, we can like shift into
0: like less serious stuff. Talk about like some <laughs> side characters, for example. And I will say, Pearl is also a delight. The little little daughter of Priscilla, there, she's uh-huh. just like so so round and cute, but like also like is keeping up the um the the tough tough girl vibes. so <laughs> yeah. uh, it, kind, kind, kind of similar personality to Polly, I'd say, but just uh, yeah, per, per, oh, per, Pearl 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 is real cute.
3: I love how even the Pearl, though, she said, not the baby, implying that she's definitely older than Polly.
1: Like, <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like Polly was never just like a normal baby at the same
2: time, yeah. though. So maybe the
1: bar's just risen for all babies. Because I still don't get that joke. I don't get it. I don't I'm get I'm still that
2: assuming yet. the baby also refers to Microangelo because I he's uh, yes. the baby. <laughs> oh
1: my god, Microangelo, the cutest baby. Oh, I
3: think ever. I know where I heard that phrase. I think it might be a reference to the catchphrase from the 90s sitcom <laughs> Dinosaurs.
1: That's oh, just a phrase people yeah. say yeah
3: yeah but
1: that was like not the
2: mama right that oh, was no. No, oh no yeah. oh yeah it was <laughs> no but the yes Mike, micro show was i'm the baby gotta love me
0: wow <laughs> uh, uh, somebody who understood one of steve's references very <laughs> impressed. I, uh, I that's not
2: <laughs> terrible that show was uh just another discussion yeah probably <laughs> uh, uh, plus
0: uh, anyway Mike, angelo is also a, a very cute uh, cute little little
1: boy there
2: <laughs> Um, I didn't
1: like Michelangelo. when Michelangelo opened his giant eyes and made that cute little sound.
2: The <laughs> breathy baker man.
1: Oh my god! What range? Yeah.
0: Wow! So the <laughs> same person who does the voice for Bessie also does Michelangelo. Oh, it?
1: speaking yeah. of voiceovers, don't
2: you can't <laughs> fix surprise? Um, the, yeah, why are you acting surprised? Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, um, by the way, um, one of the episodes, the security guard, he's our buddy, Box Man, Jim Cummings.
2: Yes. I love well, that man. He's also in everything. I love now. how Boxman's in one of our podcasts. Like, Callback. Yeah. And yeah, by
1: the way, I- have an OKKO crossover. Who cares if it's a competing network? Just do it for fun. <laughs> Like the Gravity
2: Falls one was great, but we need a OKK okay, okay, over crossover. Well, we,
1: we need okay. to say see Boxman oh. honeymoon awesome. in Amphibia. That'd be great. So I think what oh, they're God. going
3: for the Disney that was supposed to be supposed to be like a goofy movie reunion. That's Jim Cummings, Bill Farmer, but for right. us,
1: he's Boxman, right?
3: Yes.
0: Well, I was going to say, Jim Cummings is using a voice closer to like Pete from a
2: goofy movie than I know, I know, that's true. true. Is that why you missed that scene earlier?
0: (laughs) Yeah, because I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. I remember that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I need to rewatch it, though. I haven't seen it in a a long time. But, uh, Yeah, um, other, like, notable side of characters from from this batch, um, there was uh, that bellhop voice by Kristen Shaw in the yes,
1: hotel
2: episode. He speaks
1: I, our generation, just, like, does. in debt, like, four so years of tired. university,
2: working a minimum yeah, wage job. Just, like, not getting enough lies. from, yeah. what is it, I mean, I guess it's kind of customer service, not getting enough yeah, yeah. tips.
3: I kind of wonder if this implies supposed to be, oh, supposed to give us a hint over the overarching part of the yeah, the, the the poor disproportionate of wealth in this world and utopia that's just messed up.
1: We definitely so. talked about it with like raising the taxes in the first episode, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, Cla- classism has gone. somehow
0: been a, 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 a thread that's
2: followed us all the way through. Somehow, <laughs> that's like the whole. That's like the overarching thing in the show, and it's my favorite aspect of it because I love a good commentary well which is
0: why i I do love the theory that it's like the three where once in like the
2: turrets, frogs were all in like equal standing Um, and then like diverged over time
1: fell to this horrible like discord i love it it's almost a little too reminiscent
2: of something i'm I'm
3: thinking i'm (laughs) I'm wondering if we're gonna have a robin hood character it's okay Cranky Andreas, maybe he's like Prince John because I do think Lady
2: Olivia. She reminds me so much of Maid Marian. Okay, I kind of want her to be like. I feel like the King, as sketchy as he's being pointed out to be, I feel like it's a red herring, and that Olivia is going to be the sketchy one because she's the smart one. Yeah,
1: I thought that, but now I don't know because any woman who has to put up with like kids in the night and spike her lemonade to stay alive like has to. (laughs) She's too busy. That's too relatable for her to just be straight up evil. She's too
3: busy. She's too busy getting drunk to be an evil, so. Right.
1: I, like, I can She's... never unhear that line. That was like the funniest delivery <laughs> on anything in the world.
2: She's a wine mom. She's <laughs> yeah. a wine mom. Terrible.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that was our big lady Olivia um, appearance uh, in that that episode. I'll say like I don't I don't really have a handle for her besides like annoyed. Yeah. Like that, I
3: don't
1: know. He's trying to do her job, but also like she's more competent than the king. Maybe <laughs> I, he's like I, kind of a jokester compared I kinda to her. Kinda, her.
3: I kind of watched like maybe her to be more Marcy's mentor to be Marcy's hot pocket and grinds to yeah, but, <laughs> that, that That's what the king's doing. Like
1: she kind of really respects Marcy, though she refers to Marcy as marcy like that's more respect given to her than like anyone else maybe even the king because she seems to have a little disdain for the king but she seems to straight up respect marcy which is like a lot for lady olivia yeah. i feel mm-hmm. how
2: do i feel like this is like just a king monarchical thing that i'm missing out on how do ladies relate to kings i don't know uh,
1: I, I feel they're like, like it's different they're vanty, I they're, but they're not in they're charge ser- i think I they're guess.
3: servants i think they're servants i mean Michelle can Like uh, second relate- in
2: command kind of right hand
3: man. Uh, Michelle can Yeah relate- right hand
1: man I would Michelle- say.
3: Well oh, Michelle you can relate because isn't like an a tangled um, Cassandra's job? You know I think no.
1: that's way more of a demotion. I think Lady yeah. Olivia, she's in charge of like guards. Yeah. She's in charge of like day to day activities. She's like the she's the person you run to with like a problem in the king's. Just like the one who makes like
2: war strategy. Right. So she's like I mean, he's the puppet and she's the ringmaster. <laughs> that's we <they> don't relate. <laughs> but like, what I want to know how she relates to him? Not hopefully blood related, but like, DNA, like well, family wise. Like, they, what? How did she maybe, get this role? Like, yeah, why I mean, because I'm
0: Another thing is that he uh, she seems to be very um in, insistent on following Castle Protocol while the king yes. is like, whatever. So it's like, yeah. why is she the one in charge of this? What
2: she, I well, hope she's not the younger sister. I would be really pissed off. Oh, that him. would be so I think, terrible. I would be perhaps, so upset.
3: I would I think throw so something. I'm thinking, I'm thinking she could be King Andres' niece, perhaps.
1: That's better. You're yeah, a I would niece appreciate. would be better. If she was an older sister and they didn't give it to her because of gender. like I don't think if it to kind of show that do that. That would be way worse. I don't think we're going there. I like the idea of niece or something.
3: Yeah. Well, she seems much younger than King Andreas to me, but eh.
1: it's just because she's she's just smaller. He's just okay. I know this is a tangent, but like, (laughs) why in the world is King Andreas like sixteen feet? tall like <laughs> why is he as tall as like the house like he's as I'm tall right. as the planter's house why is he that huge no one else is that huge my only understanding is like he's just really old but he doesn't look old and he doesn't act old so how did he get Was so it big
2: that he's like kind of ancient no 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 one said that i, think I, I just i don't I know why, why but i like that it like it's another thing that just hints at like a hierarchical thing, like the uh, royal bloodline is huge, and they're just like towering how- over everybody. And also, it's kind
1: of amazing. Maybe Olivia be so small, they're like maybe
2: yeah, they're not it's related.
3: related. Hey. It's, a, it's amazing, though. Know, Keith David goes from one Disney show being a sketchy p- person, and you now he's another Disney show being as a sketchy, all-powerful person. I'm talking about Star vs.
2: receipt. Oh, oh, yeah. oh,
3: god. Oh,
0: okay. God. was less this-
2: sketchy. He was just annoying. <laughs>
0: I had already forgotten <laughs> about Star Versus, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, 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 um. Now, speaking of, of uh, classism stuff, um, there's also that that episode about college that probably hits well yes. with uh, with oh many people. God, uh, the the, the oh, like episode
1: of the show period.
0: Well, <laughs> the, 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 the Hop pop line, "You belong at the bottom of the <laughs> <laughs> socioeconomic barrel," with so me is like one of the hardest I've laughed at a line in a while. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So... I, I haven't left that hard since I don't feel safe. That was the best one. Yeah. Oh my god, it is such a good like follow-up to I don't feel safe. That's such a good point, Allie. Log <laughs> at well, the bottom of the barrel with me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's it's freaking it's like moment, momentarily confused it's like, "Wait, wait, is this good. I don't care."
1: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Let's the, the song at the very end mm-hmm. of, like, ultimately come <laughs> for
2: everyone. It's so, oh like, my God. so many dead ringers with the it's humor a, in the show, and they all hit at the end, and it makes and it I, so much more powerful. I love what a
3: hypocrite Hoppog is, how he says, of, like, for, don't use the king's card, and then he does it anyway, and...
2: I know!
1: To get the, the massage chair. That. And, that. and
3: by yeah. way, the way, epi- the whole hotel episode, the Spriggs plot, that's pretty much that's Home Alone Two. That's pretty much Home Alone Two,
0: except well, for the
2: whole people trying to break in and him having to set up traps.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. So, like the the college
0: thing, I just appreciate because I guess like I don't feel like kids kids get told enough. Like, hey, like college isn't necessarily the end all the yeah. end all be all for for
2: everyone. Like, college is evil. The lockdown <laughs> joke really got me. Like. The lockdown.
1: When also yeah. when she like stepped on the critter and it turned into an alarm and she's like I yes! think I just killed somebody like yeah, yeah. Is so good oh my god
2: mm. oh and uh, Polly's this is my fault for looking like a snack but <laughs> if she have a
1: neon <laughs> like snack I can't believe Polly has like the word snack in her vocabulary that's amazing
2: but she does have like knives and stuff so I guess she, it it she will... gets
1: that tail that's like spiked and she's like get me that one. It's so good.
2: Yeah, Spr-
0: spring at School is probably is like the top of the comedy episodes no, in, I, in this I group.
1: Agree. I mean, I, I really liked Little Frogtown, but I'm like such a hop pop stand, so getting so yeah. much extra time with him was not wasted on me. But I also feel like the Tales episode, I know it's called Lost in Utopia. Oh. It's always <laughs> It's gonna Tails. be
2: the
0: tales of to me Tails. like that
2: Tails. 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 all I can oh think of is Sonic the Hedgehog whenever someone chants that yes, <laughs> it's so good and oh, wow. that's also when that's the same
1: episode where when they like run back to the bus like hop hops like <laughs> oh that's just my granddaughter my gra- my granddaughter <laughs> it's like oh my god hop like our hearts like just say so casually but that is everything
2: that episode was great like just it captures the when you're in a foreign place you want to do everything like the locals and then you just mess everything up terribly <laughs> oh, it's great yeah I, I think it did a good job of portraying how maybe tourists from
0: western countries shouldn't just jump into a random place yeah. and like or just tourists in general
2: because <laughs> yeah. you need to know on the bus bus.
1: only go to the cheese factory <laughs> pop, cheese museum. i wanted to see them go to the cheese museum <laughs> he was it hyping did. it up so much they had hats and everything.
0: I mean, t- considering that we've seen where cheese come from in this universe, are you oh sure God. you wanted to see that? That's... That's... I'm glad I
2: blocked that out oh, because I, mean... I don't remember.
1: Well, well, I Anne... do kind of still want to see it. Yeah. Well, well, Who's that one. look like cows? It's, it's wild. Well, Anne's adventurous, but you
3: can't help it. And besides, we needed to give Polly an episode here. like Anne and Polly need some them time. Well, I, 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 I do like that, like, we got a
0: Polly episode in in this batch of the Newtopia. Yeah. Um, Polly has some good moments,
2: you know.
1: What she, was she their team name fire. that
2: they couldn't pronounce? pa Ann And
1: then Ollie, which is worse. The show- Why not
2: just Pan? Come on, y'all. Pam, pan
1: that's- is too simple. pa <laughs> has spice to it. Yeah,
2: spice. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> because she's okay. Thai. That's a good point. Uh, actually, we this episode panties. is what also... Penny?
1: What about Penny?
2: No, that's Anne. worse. <laughs>
1: Somehow the worst. Not as bad as Anne Ollie. That was pretty terrible.
0: <laughs> uh, this episode is notable for like touching more on uh, Anne's uh, Thai heritage. Um also that this is where we get like an actual visual of Anne's mom for the first yeah. time. That that was that was Oh, was, it was voiced by it... an
2: actual Thai woman, which is also great. I'm Good surprised. job. I'm surprised they did that. I mean, I am
3: so we got to see Anne's mom like it's, I just didn't think they would actually do that, or at least they would do that in the other episode, the one about her getting a gift for her, so. Well, yeah, it's good
0: that, like, that that, that episode comes before it's, like, sent you up later to yeah. be, like, Anne is thinking about her mom more uh, recently. So uh, yeah, voiced by Matt Braley's mom, so <laughs>
3: there yeah. you go. I, I'm uh, kind of interested to see her father, though. I'm kind of wondering, is he also tied? Th- 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 well, that is that confirmed? Does she have a dad? Who knows? Who yeah, we haven't guy really guy even guy? heard heard them
0: referenced really.
1: I think she really, said so. like parents met... plural in season one. Well, in well, the she did you her
3: dad one time? You mentioned her dad one time in terms of uh, going like uh, about how like uh, like Hot Pog is like such a real stickler. I think she compared her to her dad.
2: Oh dang! I was Hot, like, possibly yeah. maybe. <laughs> I,
1: I would believe that. <laughs> I don't remember, but I believe it.
2: I'm just gonna mm. believe she has moms in the back of my mind until it's confirmed mom's
1: otherwise. Well, oh, that'd be amazing. I mean, can we agree that like ever since hop Pop asked her if she had a boyfriend, that like she's probably definitely not straight at least. Yeah, length.
2: absolutely.
1: Like,
2: girl, I don't that. that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I don't no. come to this show for shipping, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, she's well, got option. <laughs>
0: yeah we we haven't had a shipping car just uh, briefly i want to ask any anybody on the Mar- Marsan train still No. Yes. I mean, I mean so- I'm on the
1: every train. like sprig has a girlfriend Annie's a frog Sasha yeah. and her are like not friends right now Marcy's literally the only other person
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so- I guess if we ha- if well, we have to ship I I'm guess. on the yeah.
2: any what? shipping train that doesn't involve interspecies things well, I'm kind of worried yeah, I kind of, ship yeah I kinda of wonder no, perhaps uh,
3: sprig assumes she and uh her name again? Um, forget her. Name. Ivy. <laughs> Ivy. Yeah, he's just two two Ivy like they're together. What if it comes back? Major heartbreak. Um,
1: no, I'm she worried. likes it too. They're they're definitely a couple. Hey, you never
3: know though. Maybe uh, <laughs> Ivy and 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 Maddie are uh, item by the time they get back. So. <laughs>
1: That's true. You know, your your BF goes away on an adventure. You're you're all alone in your little farmer town. Like stuff happens. That is true. Go
0: go, go hang out with the, with your boyfriend's ex fiance. <laughs> we should talk
2: about. Wait, what are you guys even referring to right now? The uh, Maddie that that the 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 dark
1: and then they broke it off and then oh, oh that girl and yeah, so yeah and maddie like got together like oh, i could see look- that they're the same <laughs> age they yeah. like they have something
2: in common i'm saying yeah. <laughs> does, does maddie fight and randomly attack people
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I i think she'd be into it
2: yeah <laughs> i could see yeah.
0: it yeah i could see yeah. it um, yeah. t- talking about utopia the um, day at the aquarium is no I mean, talking about um, uh, Wartwood rather uh, day at the aquarium is notable because it gets a lot of season one callbacks in which oh uh, just felt very rewarding mm-hmm. as, as someone whos like who's watching the whole show um, it, especially um, there's a domino 2 signing again I
1: not believe they did that like I, i feel like a lot of times when i watch shows like fans will respond to like a random side character with like this reverence that the crew might not understand but they're they're like Let them enjoy it. Let them have fun. This is one of those instances where I feel like the fans and the crew were all on the same page. Like we all stand the same (laughs) random side characters and they (laughs) keep coming back. And it's amazing because Priscilla was also briefly in that episode. And I freaked out because like, oh, my God, does the crew also stand Priscilla? Like, this is amazing. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, and uh, there's also the uh, bringing back from like episode two with this with the snake, the snake when like Spreen yeah. bonded for the first time. Okay. You had the mm-hmm. return of the whole set him up, knock him down thing. So it's just it all it all felt very. I mean, it, it felt very finale esque in a way too. It's like yeah, it yeah.
3: really. Uh, bring it, uh, bring it all home there. Well, um, I, one thing I don't watch Mr. Anne's little like suit. which I always like her suit or her like boyish hairstyle in the season finale. Uh. More of, that, more of that, please.
0: I like that. the season finale? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get Anne in a suit for the season finale. We'll, 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 <laughs> oh, we'll bring that back at some point. All three uh, girls
1: meet up and fight at a dance in suits.
0: Wow, wow.
1: Yeah. Could yeah. you imagine? Yeah, I'm uh, imagining
2: it right now. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's your uh, episodes that we haven't really talked about. I mean, Scavenger Hunt is like that. The first like Marcy uh, in Newtopia episode, she's like got a hold of things. Um, also, there there there's a, a fellow cat creature goblin. there, a goblin, um, the A yeah.
1: wonderful <laughs> scraggly old cat goblin. I yeah. so once it was revealed that a crew member, it's basically like so Domino Two is like cat zona of Matt Brayley's cat Domino Prime. <laughs> I'm sure he just called his cat Domino, not Domino Prime. But I think Domino <laughs> Prime. Is a great name. Um, and this other crew member had a real, a real life old cat named Goblin, and they got to do a cat Sona. I want this to be a reoccurring thing. Now we're all crew members with cats. Gonna make cat Sonas. Yes, yeah, seriously. Did they into episodes of Amphibia? Because what? Like, come on, we gotta do more. We have to. We I, can't go back. We I thought you were move. about
2: to say, "I want my cat Sona in there." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like it's my place to just request that <laughs> Grandma Calico become like a caterpillar, but... Loves but
0: that should be like a contest. you're like, yeah. hey, I... like enter and we'll put yeah. your cat in the show.
1: Like, you win a prize, you get a cat soda in the last season of Amphibia. Yeah. Yo,
2: they should not sleep on that idea. It's, it's <laughs> a good idea, like, Matt. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, I, I
0: think I think in general Amphibia is just very nice to like finally have like a show that like obviously is
3: a cat uh, is a cat fan. Yeah. 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 About yeah, so. time, cats get some positive betrayal, especially in a Disney cartoon of all places, because Disney is more notorious for being very cat, like being very anti cat. So,
1: well, tables have turned uh, now.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that episode also has a uh, Gertie the
0: Nacho vendor who I also found I pretty charming. Uh, I
1: like
0: Gertie. It's unfortunate she doesn't show up again until that, uh, like, end the, the ending of yeah. the game.
3: And also, wow. Doris shows up too. Don't forget Doris. I, I love yeah. that relationship and Anne has. Like it's just so <laughs> pleasant.
1: I did really enjoy that in Scavenger Hunt. They get into that very real thing where you you can be envious of your friend for possessing like traits mm-hmm. you don't have, at the extent of not even being able to acknowledge the good traits that you have that are yeah. unique to you. I or, feel like that. I'm
3: waiting. I'm waiting. Though when is Sasha going to say what she envies of? Anne Which and Marcy. I think
1: she envies the same thing Marcy does, that Anne is just able yeah. to connect with people on yeah. such a deep level because Sasha only knows how to manipulate well, people. She doesn't mm-hmm. Captain Grime is like the only close seeming person really to her. I think everyone else she keeps kind of at a distance. And that's yeah. Well, well, I, so I
3: already said last podcast what she definitely envies in terms of family. She just probably ends like good family life or whatever and 'Cause her family like, probably sucks. Yeah, I know we still haven't about, gotten like, there yet, but that's it's... why I think she's so fearless at slumber parties and like at that playing that game because because whatever like the like fictional ghosts or whatever the dares are, they're probably not half as scary as maybe her like parental <laughs> figures when they're in a bad mood, so huh?
1: Twice to you. <laughs>
3: I'm uh, always
1: going down, so a record, look, but,
3: it. but it's really not the road going down. <laughs> uh, so, you, you, Michelle, you mentioned you enjoyed
0: Little Frog Time because that's the the Hop Hop episode. Oh also, I, I just briefly want to say I'm not sure that we need more noir episodes. I feel like <laughs> <Yes>. Adventure <laughs> advent, Adventure Time did something <laughs> like this too. Like it's just like an aesthetic that like I feel like it's beyond parody well. at this point. Like the thing there's not that really made it acceptable stuff.
2: here was the narration.
1: honestly
0: yes, the narration. Yeah, I mean, ha, more more Hop Hop talking is fun at least
1: I, I, <laughs> the fact that at the end he didn't even know how to switch yes. back he was stuck yeah. in <laughs> okay, that, that was,
3: that was a good well, gag all that, so that is so that is so goofy like
1: I know it's so goofy I feel like film noir only works if you don't take it seriously um, like, yeah. pop was uh, the only one who took it seriously but the kids didn't take him seriously at all like when they see him running to the factory they're just like <laughs> what is up with Hop-Hop right now? But, like, they poke fun of it at every turn. And the
3: B Story was pretty good, too. I liked the B Plot, too, with Anne just trying to I really just... I can't
1: believe Anne was going to beat up that child. Like, oh I wanted. God, an, I wanted. Anne. But again, I think that's just...
3: You know, like, <laughs> I think if you just... If you were subtly, that's subtly showing the what Utopia's problem of just wealth and entitlement. Those kids are probably just very entitled, <laughs> and that's why
2: they're just line cutters yeah, and stuff. who cut lines are entitled, and you should hate yourself if you're a line cutter.
1: <laughs> I think also that like, Anne's like so much older than him. Like you definitely shouldn't beat up a kid
2: when you're like you know. It's fine. It's fine. She can beat up. <laughs> no, part, uh, you're gonna get. Gonna get, gonna, get gonna get. tased. Oh no mercy! Do that. And,
1: yeah, I can't believe Anne got tased. That really horrifying. <laughs> like, so the police guys. If always, we like, anything, how tease her. The police are never good. <laughs> that, that's true. That's a really good point. Yeah. Like don't trust the popo. Not even the new. popo <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, there, there was also a good hop hop joke of like in this narration like brutalizing and maiming him, and then real life. Whoa, too graphic! Like that's that's our Disney censor joke for the day.
1: Also, like, his friend Sal gives him a really good, like, life lesson. I feel like Hop-Hop has already learned this lesson, but, like, it's worth repeating that, like, you should embrace change and not just stick to your own ways because, like... old people. Yeah, because, like, I feel like that was part of what made season one really nice for Hop-Hop and Anne's relationship because they were learning that from each other. It's, like, it's not that you leave the path behind. It's that you bring some of it to the future with you, the things that are most relevant and useful, but you're also willing to embrace the positive things Things that you didn't know about, and it's like a mixed soup of old and new, which is essentially what South them And it's just like one, it's an amazing roast from a trusted friend, but two, it's like <laughs> honestly accurate advice, and I just love it. Yeah, yeah
3: and I love how pretty much how they pretty much unvillainified selling out because it's you know it's it, not really selling out. That, right? That's true, actually. Yeah,
2: yeah. the whole. Selling out concept is just a lot of the times unwarranted. Yeah.
1: And it's, like, so slick. It's, like, Hop-Pop, like, makes it, he shows how is trying to explain. It. He's just, like, when I knew you, like, like, he makes it sound like dying on a hill is better than, like, <laughs> a- adapting to the, the future, you know? It's, like, it would have been better for Sal to have gone bankrupt and never sold another sandwich <laughs> instead of to just sell the recipe and make a lot of money so that more people can enjoy mm. his sauce on their own. Awesome. Like, <laughs> oh hot pop you you're you're gonna you're gonna figure your stuff out don't worry he also
2: <laughs> can we talk about this he murdered a man yes
1: he like i was joking about it initially i'm like ha. ha there's another one in the sauce but like that guy's canonically dead like well, Alex, you were dead. joking about this in season one with me. you're like oh like what do you think he's killed i man I'm like well he's really old Ugh. probably yeah Ugh. i don't even think this is the first man he's killed like hop Bob is a little... <laughs> he's got he's the so... questionable... He's difference. got a record
2: now. He has, like, two stars, three stars on GTA. <laughs> he's, are he's, coming. So,
3: he's so nonchalant about it, too, so... I know! <laughs> uh... He just
1: jumps out the window when they find out about the body.
2: Yeah. yeah seriously. <laughs> like, I was waiting for, like, a Rick and Morty-esque, like, that we're gonna see a skull float up in the vat of acid. Like, oh, I really <laughs> expected it, because we have seen skulls in the show before, and bones, so... Yeah, I mean the,
0: the, those ghosts were dissolving those bones in the sleepover yeah, episode. Oh
2: my god, yeah. the ghosts! I really like gotta talk about the ghosts.
1: They were so uh, cute. Uh, Did Anyone else think they were cute? They, they were, were so... adorable, but also yeah. what in the f mm-hmm.
2: were they? Yeah, that little when the... they
1: look like jellyfish and crabs and stuff. But like, I don't know. Some I'm people per- were saying they thought they were guardians and not the like the royalty ghosts.
3: That's like they were a...
1: guarding the crib instead of being the actual ghosts.
3: Are they bodies of people, of spirits of people that King Andres have killed? I'm wondering about that.
1: Uh-huh.
3: that that—that's that, a theory that I did see floating around. <laughs> like, people, <laughs> Andres is buried. <laughs>
2: I just like that. I mean, I went in your reaction video, Michelle, when you saw that they were like becoming corporeal, and then you were like, "No, don't beat them up," because that was my exact reaction. Yeah,
1: <laughs> why you do so that? They're they're just so cute. Like, no, and they really yes,
2: hopefully like if you can yeah. touch them and they don't turn you into acid, like it's fine. You just yeah. push them out, give them a little they nudge, push them
1: all through the hole in the basement, and just yeah. let them go back there. Yeah, <laughs> they can nap.
0: Mm. Uh, um, some animation notes. I just wanted to hit um, in Little Frog Town. They like do more of those, like the, the zoom in shot on Hop Hop with like the lines to make it seem like more anime stylized. Mm-hmm. And then yes. also in the in the Planters check in, they do that thing with Sprig's face again, where they like zoom in
2: and like have his eyes really
0: big. <laughs> and all. I just like love when they do when they like stop to do like the real
2: wacky. Faces we also the frog there people, was one so. in the sleepover where he's like, better make these count. These memories are formative. Or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: They, they, um, they really love those zoom-in shots I, do too. I, I don't i, I don't fault for them for
1: it <laughs> every moment that hop was on that massage chair and Ooh, hopping balls oh, yeah. chilled me like every face he made was like and he goes through a range of emotions <laughs> like joy surprise like contentment like mm-hmm. every one of them was just so exaggerated and so good
3: um i, I like the, the last last aquarium um I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be, like, a parody of SeaWorld.
1: Oh, totally. my yeah.
3: Is that owned by Disney, or is that a Disney, like, competitor? God,
1: I... they better
2: not own SeaWorld. That's going to be so scary. that's not out of the realm of possibilities, but I was, like, <laughs> when, sure Anne, it. when Anne said, like, I used to go to the aquarium all the time to, like, feel... You know, when I was down, it always made me happy, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, I did when I was a kid until I learned that, like, you know, all the horrible stuff goes on, to not know <laughs> how bad they are in real life. Uh, to me, that gonna... reminded
1: me of, like, how I'd always see fish tanks in dentist offices, you know, because, oh, like, fish yeah. are supposed oh, to, like, yeah. help calm you down before you have to go do the scary thing with the doctor. Yeah. I think you're just thinking about, like, aquatic things moving slowly through water that just, like, you know, it lowers your blood pressure.
2: <laughs> it does. Also, SeaWorld is not owned by Disney, thank God.
1: Not yet. They're, they're sure. their that's own. Why, thing. I'm they sure took... they're staring at it, wanting it.
2: I don't so know if like... they want it now because everybody knows how terrible they are. So it's a competitor.
1: Going... So
3: they're like so they're, so they're, they're taking shots at a competitor because <laughs> I think that's in Florida too, right? Oh,
2: yeah, I have to find okay. everything in Florida. So Every the, terrible thing is in Florida. I was going to say that
3: that
0: the, the narrator of that aquarium show felt very accurate to all aquarium, aquarium shows that I've been to. Person
1: from a real aquarium
0: live show. It was great. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I think that we're gonna begin um, wrapping up here. Um, just uh, some information about where we're heading from here. Um, this, according to recent uh, tweet from Matt Braley, um the second half of the season is probably gonna come out next year. Uh, February. Fe- he's, he puts probably February or, or March. So I mean, yeah. that, that's well, that's honestly well,
3: more information that we usually
0: well, get from. Well, February.
3: Uh, well, February is my birthday, so that'd be a good yeah. birthday gift. <laughs> Good
0: for you. Mad
2: if you're uh, listening.
0: The, the, there is uh, one more episode this year—the Halloween special, which will air October seventeenth.
2: I'm so excited. It,
3: that takes place though, after the uh, the two f- eleven? There's one episode that takes place in between, so.
1: But apparently, yeah, it, like it's not like super plot related, so it, it it'll be fine to air out of order.
3: This spoilers. This spoilers to what happens, especially if you have read the episode title for two eleven, the second one okay
0: but uh yeah so we we we'll have that one that's kind of out of order but uh um but yeah other than that it seems like the 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 full-on story won't get uh keep going on that till next year so we've got we've got a while to um to marinate on the what we have so far Mm -hmm. um michelle any any final thoughts uh you want to you want to give here before we sign off
1: uh I want us to appreciate some really nice Bessie moments we had in this chunk I of episode.
0: Okay, there but Bessie, had, Bessie didn't have a lot of big stuff, she, so let's see. She
1: had some great, she had some great moments, so there was a the moment in Sprig at school when Hop-Hop's like, he's getting all emotional over Sprig being in college already, yeah, and yeah. he has his, like, box of keepsakes, which is, like, such a creepy parent thing to do <laughs> with, like, an old plush yeah. and, like, the tacky like, here's tail. Like, of hair. Like, mm. oh my god, it's so creepy my parents do that with, like, umbilical cords and stuff and baby Ew, teeth. is do real. parents do that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 But anyway, we're, we're, we gotta get to Bessie. So, like, he's, a like, really emotional. <laughs> well, well, he, like, jumps onto Bessie, and Bessie, like, tenderly and, like, just kindly pats him with her eyeball while, like, Havoc is being wrought in the distant background of the shot. It is just such a kind, tender moment that's absolutely hilarious. I gotta give them props also last moment at the end of the day of the aquarium mm-hmm. when the, the planters are saying goodbye to Anna we all think this is for real and it's very emotionally upsetting to break up the fam Bessie looks so distraught oh. watching them load their stuff onto the wagon and I just like my heart broke for her because she's not saying anything like but like clearly she's upset by this decision too because <laughs> she is a part of the family and I was just like oh god Bessie like I wish I could hug you you deserve it you're such a good snail
3: I c I kinda want Bessie maybe to find a r- romance some some point. No, no, we don't need to have shipping Bessie,
2: uh, with every character. Strong independence <laughs> to nails. <laughs> to she does not need a don't romance. Don't need no shell.
1: <laughs> she I would love to see her like have a friendship with Micro though. That'd be so cute. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> Take Microangelo back to Wordwood. Oh, He's too precious. Yeah,
1: so cute. Best like, didn't Polly like straight up won him? Like
2: she, well, like, she said he, it was a personal chauffeur, but it might have just been for the no. day. Oh, I mean, she yeah. was
1: hiring him. Okay, so he's, like, a limousine oh, driver. We oh, were, and we
2: didn't talk about the thing on the bucket that's, like, foreshadowing, possibly, yes. too. I, is that? Can yes. you explain oh that to Oh, my God, me?
1: Alex, it's such foreshadowing. It's, like, you have the newts, and they're holding up their hands, and you have the three gemstones. To me, that indicates that, like, they found the magic gems before they made the music box. So, mm. like... I maybe it's like a new made music box and they channeled its power. Um, yeah, so that's a thing, um,
2: or that they all came together like newts, toads, and frogs to make yeah. the music box.
1: Oh, I would love it if it oh. was like a, a trio joint effort. Oh, and also, yeah, so that
3: not but the three girls would probably come from they're all the same species, but they probably come from different cliques in school, like uh, because in Marcy probably more of a like a science nerd or so. I mean, um, Sasha probably like a cheerleader, and Anne probably athletic, or or
2: and I don't know what Anne is. Cheerleaders yeah. are athletic. I'm putting yeah, that I mean, that's-
3: yeah. I know, and I'm just trying to think like how that could just represent like this thing into three species with three human like cliques and. Um, yeah. I'm I kind of wonder oh. Anne why Anne didn't take off the, those leaves off her hair now that she knows about it. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. That gag was perfect. That was. <laughs> cool I like how. Much I thought for sure Dylan. they're gonna get rid of oh, the leaves. No. I
2: thought for sure. I was so surprised they kept it. though so they have to keep it to anger Dylan, and it's perfect.
1: <laughs> I mean, I really do love that it's, and they'll also just never give her her shoe back. It's just never happens. That annoys yeah. me more than the
2: leaves. She needs another shoe. She's been walking it's... in water. She's gonna get like some nasty disease. It's not good. Well, she's yeah, gonna no, no. have
1: like spine displacement because one of her feet is <laughs> oh, higher than the other. She's gonna get <laughs> scoliosis a little bit. Yeah, she's
2: gonna show. go back and see the doctor and she's gonna be like you have a lot wrong going on <laughs> it you seems lot. like you
0: lived among frogs for a year <laughs> um, we should, we should check oh yeah out. has
2: it been established like how long it's been uh, so far
0: uh, I, I don't i mean i think in in this universe it's been months because at least you they had to like wait yeah.
2: they had to like hope. wait
0: the season for to get out of you uh, out of Wardwood to Nootopia. but hope. i don't know if time works the same in this universe I hope, they, I hope
1: so i hope they okay, work the same I'm I think it's been like six months. I think it's been like
3: half a year. I'm pretty hope, I'm Hopefully, there's consequences. I don't want like the same time, like just like a minute passing a human world. I, I hate that thing, that trope. But, um, what was I saying? I, I, yeah, kinda, are, are these your final thoughts, Steve? Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. One thing. I'm scared for season two. <laughs> because I'm scared for what's happening because, you know, it's going to be three seasons, three arcs. And you always know the second arc, the second season of these three season arcs, they always end badly. Always
2: something depressing happens. So I am scared. Badly with quotation marks because it's just painful, but it's very good.
1: Yeah, good <laughs> and painful is fine. I'm Reason always
2: two here for- are my favorite because the finales like leave you so distraught and just like yeah. frothing at the mouth for more.
0: <laughs> um, Ali, any final thoughts about this patch?
2: Yes, I would like to go through the funnies that we didn't touch on in your outline okay. because starting with the planters check in. I don't watch Doctor Who. I'm assuming this is a Doctor Who reference. I'm the time lord now. Uh, well, oh, yeah, that goodness. was just a, that was just a weird lie. <laughs> I don't remember who said it, but it's funny. That, that, that
0: was Frigg, yeah. when he's taking the coffee. Um,
1: oh, you
2: know, yeah, when f- everything slows down. Oh, oh yeah. That
0: and and also that's also when they do that weird zoom in on his face, <laughs> too. so yeah.
1: oh, funny. Oh, my God. It's really kind of love coffee's love caffeine amazing. gags. like, you see him, like, walking through time all slow, but then you see it from, like, the POV of some random <laughs> where he's just slobbering, running into things, falling over, and it's so, it's such a good
2: payoff. I love caffeine gags, like, when you're moving at the speed of sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me go through. There was another one that we didn't talk about. Oh, from the sleepover. Get out! Let's get out of here, Scoob. Yeah. Wait. What did you call <laughs> it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I didn't expect that, but it was very funny.
3: I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking of this is like Scooby Doo before they said it, and like, oh, they actually did it. If what well, if uh, Ann
2: started talking like wrist or something? I don't know how Scooby oh, talks. God.
3: Well,
0: like, earlier, Sprig and Polly are, like, chattering their teeth. And like, I ain't going in there. Like, I yeah, <laughs> like, oh, like gonna, a so like, like a sh- shaggy mm. situation there.
3: So, uh, uh, so Marcy, she's the Velma, right? And, like, who's, like, uh, Anne is what? Is she Fred?
2: Fred, she's yeah. definitely yeah. why. Why would you do her so dirty? <laughs> I'm not trying to do her dirty. I'm trying to get a comparison. And
1: I guess,
3: and, I, I guess <laughs> Sprig is, I guess, is Sprig? I guess Polly's Daphne? and uh oh, Polly is this definitely is scooby really
1: scooby, scooby i
3: guess uh, scooby. yeah
2: scooby yeah but there's
3: only four of them there's five of them so there's okay one.
2: Shaggy yeah,
1: yeah. no one is shaggy yeah. out
2: that's a good point <laughs> this show really Super. i mean obviously it's underrated for so many reasons but the humor like disney just keeps surprising me with how well they let their shows get away with so many gags that like either go over people's heads because they're like not mature enough not not mature i'll say not old enough for or that like don't connect to their network to me that's surprising
0: well i I like the fact that like these kind of jokes are like they're not like too based on they're not like fully reference based like perhaps like some adult animated shows lean on Mm -hmm. Where like it's still like funny just out of context yeah
2: i I, appreciate that and i really appreciate that too
1: the majority of the jokes I feel like are much more about the context framing or like slapstick nature of a situation which like works for me so much better because I feel like I like references but sometimes I get a little tired because I find them like distracting because they pull me out of the immersion of a show because it it references something outside of the universe so I kind of appreciate that like the joke ratio is like their references are like Few and far between at times, mm-hmm. overtly, and like I feel like that's to the show's benefit, so, at least yeah. for me. So me. I don't
3: too. mind. So I don't mind sometimes do some stunt casting because I-, I do hope, perhaps, if we ever meet, if we ever have young pog in a flashback or me like pog's son that he's voiced by Jason Marsden,
2: I'm hoping. Oh my God, I would scream. <laughs> That would be a. Oh my god, that would be a true. Is is that what that that person
1: is? I don't know who that is. Yeah, he
0: voices Matt's in the goofy movie. This is like the the third time we're
2: referencing this. And (laughs) he's like in a bunch of anime dubs. (laughs) He's great. Yeah. He was also yeah. oh he I don't know he's in a bunch but that would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, with that
0: that'll be our final thought. Um, cast <laughs> Jason Marsden for season three, sure. Okay. Um, yeah. So you can uh, find more about our, our discussion uh, about uh, our discussion on Amphibia and other animated shows at overlyanimated.com. Uh You can uh, find uh, Michelle's Amphibia reactions uh, on Ooh. her channel at uh, Nvidia A M V I D.
3: I can't wait to see the uh, Halloween, her reaction scary, to the Halloween
2: scary. episode.
1: I mean, I will. If you like, can no, like, get
2: some sort of Hot Pop or Bessie costume, I, I will pay you money. Is- <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll reimburse uh- me? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> totally I did, I, did I, I said this in complete seriousness for all the listeners like when we were talking about like reacting to the Halloween episode I was like well you know who I'm gonna be and I think Allie, you were saying like oh do you want to be like that cool new woman in a suit or do you want to be like Hop Pop in his noir outfit and I was like
2: no I want to be Bessie yeah <laughs> honestly I will fund the hell out of that that's like incredible oh I could God. just see two large I, like and I, I eye stalks I coming this,
3: <laughs> yeah though. But I know if Dylan was here, he'd be saying, not a character, not a character.
1: Who else would it be, though? <laughs> it has to be, like, Domino 2. Oh, like, you frog up. sona. Like, everyone loves Domino 2. I feel like Bessie's the one who needs a little more appreciation. <laughs> well, but
0: Bessie so so B- B- is a costume, yeah, you could, like, you know, you got the eye socks, the big shell on your back, you know, like, it's, yeah. it's doable. The eyes
1: would kill me. I need yeah. to see somebody do it. Yeah, I usually somebody's
2: Bessie. Might as well be me. So that's yet. what
0: I'll be Bessie so yeah, to, after this. So I- tune in to, to Michelle's YouTube channel and video uh, for that. Uh you can join us on Discord if you want to chat with us about amphibia or any other animated show we cover here at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Uh, you can support us financially via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Hugh. Uh, thanks as always to our Patreon executive producers Ryan, Steve, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, Needle, and Phonician. Um In the meantime, while Amphibia is on hiatus, uh, you can check out the other podcast that that we do here over the Animated. We're currently in a series of uh, covering mm. the bo- movies of Studio Ghibli. Um, uh, you can find our got Marcus on Ladybug uh, coming. Yeah, Miraculous Ladybug is around the corner. Um, the Owl House, as previously mentioned, is another Disney show that
3: we've been uh, covering, so you can catch up with our And our you never there. know, Hilda um, might be coming back soon.
1: Oh, I, I hope Hilda comes back. Oh, it's been Carmen like two years, you guys. We, oh, yeah, Carmen Sandiego oh. Season 3. That's like mid-next month, right? Oh, have yeah. you played
3: that game that, that choose-your-own-adventure
2: episode? Yes, it's a good game. <laughs> Not canon, uh, unfortunately, but it's oh, coming that's, back. That's, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you can discuss all those things on our Discord, and you could potentially hear about them on the podcast in the future. But until then, um, thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this discussion on amphibia, a show that we all enjoy very much, and we'll uh, we'll be waiting for for it to come back in full for 2021, and we'll be back here in 2021 to discuss it further. So until Forever. next year.
2: Forever. Even when it's ending. If we'll we're still, still alive have in 2021. In amphibia, 100 years. 100 years, yeah. Amphibia.
0: <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.